0: Good evening and welcome to The Obelisk. Tonight's guest is Bart Sabrell. Sabrell, how do you say it?
1: You said it right the first time. Sabrell. Sabrell.
0: Is an award-winning filmmaker, writer, and investigative journalist who has been producing television programs, documentaries, music videos, TV commercials, and stage plays for over 35 years, starting at the age of 18, hosting his own television talk show. Sabro so has owned five production companies, been employed by two of the three major networks, worked as a television news reporter, and produced videos shown on ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, TLC, USA, and BET. Bart has also appeared as a seasoned actor on the stage and screen over 500 times. Bart,
2: welcome back to the show. Welcome back, Hello. Bart. How's it going? <laughs> I'm back. back. <laughs> Better now that we have you in the house. Mm-hmm. How are things going?
1: Well, going pretty well, surprisingly. You know, sometimes I wonder the world is so messed up and it's only getting worse. It's kind of a miracle. You can walk to the store in daylight and not get robbed on the way.
2: Oh, my God. I know. True.
1: Most of the time.
2: <laughs> it's like a cartoon world, but scarier. Mm-hmm. It's cl- clown world. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sure is. My goodness. So what what's going on with you, Bart? What's happening?
1: Wow. I'm opening. <laughs> we're <laughs> going to just open the floor up right away. Well, you know, I didn't plan on being that we didn't go to the moon guy. I started out as an actor. And once I did several plays, I'm thinking, uh, who is this total stranger? author whose words were treating like the gospel, I could write a play. So then I start writing plays and uh, then I start turning those into short films. And I thought, well, I might as well start a production company, see if I can make a living as a filmmaker. And from about 24 on, I made a living doing TV commercials and music videos, documentaries, corporate videos. And in the course of doing that, I met a gentleman who produced a program who had on it a person saying the moon landings were fake. And I was the biggest fan of the moon missions. I had pictures of them on my wall for many years, thinking they were real. And the more I looked into it, the more I became suspicious that, in fact, they might have been falsified. And even though I had a guy who worked for the space program during the moon missions tell me so himself that they were fake, I still tried to give him the benefit of the doubt as long as possible. And uh, being a filmmaker, this man suggested I do a documentary about the moon landings being fake. And after I did some preliminary investigation, I realized he could be correct. And if he is, it could be dangerous exposing this crime of the government. They may want to keep it a secret. Yes. And so I originally turned down the project. I said, you know, it's beginning to look like they could very well have faked the moon mission. And if I start overturning these rocks, it could be dangerous. So no, I'm not going to risk my life for what Nixon did many years ago. (laughs) And uh, I had a client who was a famous Christian musician who said they'd get a screenplay of mine to a famous Hollywood producer if I would do them a favor. And I'm like, oh, what favor? And they said, read the Bible. So they gave me a one-year Bible that divided the Bible into 365, about 15-minute reads. And I remember I started June 3rd, 1989, the day the man stood in front of the tanks in China, where he Mm -hmm. said, enough is enough, tyrannical governments must stop, and he Mm -hmm. was risking his life to do so. So after I read the Bible five times from cover to cover over the next five years, It didn't make me a Christian by any means. However, it did develop in me a conviction of right and wrong and a judgment for how we live our life. And then I started thinking about the moon landing fraud and how if they really did fake it, if they really did fake the greatest accomplishment of mankind, there's a spiritual message in that. And if they really did fake it and committed murder to cover it up, as my source at NASA said so, then that's actually more profound historically than if they'd actually gone. And I realized if that's true, then mankind is being robbed of this profound truth, the faking of the moon missions, and that it is worth dying for to expose this important message to mankind. So as serendipity or fate or God would have it a few days after I changed my mind, I meet a millionaire who builds rockets for NASA, who knows that the moon missions are fake. And he says, I'm going to give you a million dollars to make these movies uh, because it's uh, unpatriotic what they did. We need to expose it. And uh, so we start producing a funny thing happened on the way to the moon, which your listeners can see for free at sabrell.com. It's just my last name. S as in Sam, I B as in boy, R-E-L, sabrell.com. Go to the top left button. It says Moon Man video links. Moon Man is my book. I just published about the kind of behind the scenes adventures in producing the film. A funny thing happened on the way to the moon. You can watch that for free. It took seven years to produce, 4,000 hours just to edit the film. And it culminates with classified footage, which someone gave me, showing the crew of Apollo 11 dated two days into the flight faking being halfway to the moon with a one foot model of the Earth, pretending like it's floating in space, like there's some great distance from it, when in fact they were in Earth orbit the whole time. The tape is so condemning. It says, do not show to the public uh, at the leader of it. It has the CIA clearly audibly heard telling the astronauts to fake a four second radio delay to give the impression they're beyond Earth orbit when they're not. I showed it to the news director at NBC he practically fainted and said, without a doubt, this proves they did not go to the moon. And yet he refused to broadcast it for fear it would cause a civil war. And mm. I'm like, well, wait a minute. You're afraid that if we show how corrupt the federal government is, the federal government, corrupt federal government will come to an end? Isn't that what's supposed to happen? <laughs> <laughs> you know. So and then 10 years go by, another news director at NBC, where I worked for two years in the news department, said it absolutely proves they did not go to the moon we're going to buy exclusive rights we're going to broadcast it nationwide and days beforehand they canceled the broadcast because of a threatening call by someone in the united states federal government so you can see this film at sabrell.com and see for yourself the crew of apollo 11 faking being halfway to the moon which means they didn't go halfway which means they didn't go Mm -hmm. and lo and behold, here we are 50 years later, and they still cannot go to the moon. So the first way you can prove the moon landing is fake with the simple logic. If today, with five decades better technology than in 1969, they can only send an astronaut 250 miles into space, which is as far as they can go, and the moon is a thousand times farther What they're really saying is they had a thousand times better space traveling technology in 1969 than they do today. Well, it's an historic and scientific impossibility for there to be greater technology in the past and in the future. That can't happen. So it means it didn't happen. You can't have a thousand times greater technology 50 years ago than you do today. So what does it mean? It means the technology that they claimed was a forgery. And sure enough, if you've ever played poker, you can win by bluffing. And that's what they did. They bluffed. They pretended to go. And there's no independent press coverage, right? I mean... World War II, the Holocaust, was done here on Earth in front of millions and millions of eyewitnesses. But this is a TV picture controlled by the federal government. And if they say it's on the moon, who are you to verify whether that's real or not? You can't. And so if 50 years later, they can only send mannequins to orbit the moon, then how could they be walking on the moon playing golf 50 years earlier with one millionth of computing power cell phone? I mean, why does it take Elon Musk five attempts to land a rocket vertically with 100 million times greater computing power, and they did it the first time and six times in a row with 100 million of computing power, right, 50 years earlier? That doesn't make any sense. And if it weren't for people's emotional attachment to the glorious patriotic thing of putting man on the moon, they would see the truth for what it is. So, after I make the movie, a funny thing happened on the way to the moon, exposing the fraud, I guess from watching TV shows as a kid where people, you know, swear in court that they're telling the truth, I thought, well, why not just track down these astronauts and put a Bible in front of them and ask them, will you, will you take an oath, will you swear that you walked on the moon that, you know on the bible neil armstrong refused to do it you can see this in astronauts gone wild at yes. com for free buzz aldrin wouldn't do it the only people who did it were avowed atheists but the people <laughs> who told me they believed in god buzz aldrin and neil armstrong they wouldn't do it and so that's kind of weird i Andy, mean if he
0: punched you right
1: <laughs> yeah i mean if i walked on the moon And somebody thought otherwise, I would find that hysterically funny. (laughs) I'm like, really? You really (laughs) think it was done in a TV studio? You want me to swear in a Bible? Okay, two make you feel better. What about three? You know? But what it's like is I walked up to him in front of his wife and said, Oh, your mistress says hello. He's mad because it is the truth, you see? A sword with no point makes no pain. The fact that it provoked him is because it's true and I'm making him look foolish in front of the world. So he's admitted on more than one occasion that I am correct, but good luck trying to prove it because people don't wanna know the truth. They'd rather believe the lie. I remember when I found out there was no Santa Claus. I (laughs) cried and cried and cried and cried when I learned the truth that it was all a lie My parents are getting the presents out of the closet when I'm asleep in bed. I just cried all night long. (laughs) So imagine, imagine the public finding out that this was all a lie. They printed it in encyclopedias. They teach it in university. They held ticker tape parades for them and gave them medals of honor for
2: lying. They toured that moon rock. I remember that moon rock coming to my school. <laughs> the the one they
0: gave to Sweden or Denmark, I forget where it disintegrated and they were pissed off. They're like this is petrified wood. <laughs> was... Yeah, you would think that
1: you would think that would unravel the whole thing. I mean, Neil Armstrong said he personally picked up this rock and personally gave this rock to the Prime Minister of the Netherlands. Well, they immediately encased it in hermetically sealed fiberglass transparency. And then some curator watches a funny thing happen on the way to the moon and goes, "Huh." he opens it up in the middle of the night, puts it under a microscope, and it's a piece of petrified wood (laughs) that just looks out of this world. So it made a kind of side note in the news, you know, the moon rock proves to be a forgery. Well, what about the moon missions? I mean, come on. If the rock that Neil Armstrong says he personally picked up off the surface and personally gave to the Prime Minister of the Netherlands proves to be a forgery, what about the moon missions? No one asks. I mean, one of the clips, my book is interactive. You can read a chapter and then it says go to sabrell.com link one, link two. One of the links is Kelly Smith, NASA engineer, saying on camera, the technology necessary for an astronaut to survive the trip to the moon and back has yet to be invented. So how did they do it in 1969? Well, they didn't, you know, it's NASA virtually admitting they didn't go to the moon. And yeah.
2: The one of the things that really struck me and pretty when we got cell phones and stuff was the phone thing. And everyone always tries to shoot me down with what was satellite technology. And I'm just like, that phone footage to me in 1990 looked ridiculous. And so here we are in 2023 and I just, I can't even wrap my head around that, that they passed that off. It looks so ridiculous.
1: Well, you're talking about Nixon allegedly talking to them on telephone yes. know, to, to the moon. <laughs> yes, well, they sir. had a really long extension cable. That's how <laughs> they pulled that off. You know? It was so uh, ridiculous. What, what is more important is what he said. And this is one of the reasons why I went from not producing the film originally to deciding to produce it. The film A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Moon opens up with scripture. Where there is pride, then comes disgrace. And referring to the Tower of Babel, the technology of the time, that says they built it just to boast. Well, it was never finished. And then in the early 1900s, they built the largest machine ever built by the human hand called the Titanic. And they actually put in print the ship that God himself could not sink. We know what happened there, also never finished. And then Tricky (laughs) Dick Nixon, allegedly talking to them by the telephone, said putting a man on the moon was the greatest event since creation when he knew they were not there. And I realized it's like a blasphemous thing. Here we have the country that claims to be the hero of the world when their own CIA continually boasts That they assassinated democratically elected presidents of other countries and they keep getting away with it even though it's illegal and immoral and they boast we did the greatest accomplishment of mankind and it's all a fraud it's all a lie it's a blasphemous lie they compared shooting a a fake moon landing in a tv studio with (laughs) with creation i mean it boggles the mind how corrupt mankind is because when i finally accepted that the moon missions were fake and it was hard for me. I was a big fan. I had a a wall of pictures for decades. I looked at thousands of times, been on the moon thinking it was a glorious thing, a literal shrine to it in my house for many years. Then I pop in a tape that someone at NASA gave me, it says, don't show to the public on the screen and you see them faking part of the moon mission right in front of your eyes. And I'm like, oh my gosh, they really didn't go to the moon. It's, it's really true. And I just quietly wept. I'm like, oh my gosh, how pathetic is this? Yeah. What it means is, first of all, that our leaders are juvenile. They they set a goal. Kennedy's not a scientist. He's a visionary. I mean, they went from never being in outer space to walking on another world in eight and a half years, and they can't even put a telescope into Earth orbit without being 10 years behind schedule, right? <laughs> NASA has never kept a schedule a single time, except the most complicated mission of all time, right? And I realized And they got
0: it right on the first try.
1: Yeah, how about that? How no, about that? no aviation machine, no flying machine ever worked on the first occasion in the entire history of aviation. Not the 747, which took I think 168 attempts to get off the ground and not the Wright brothers motorized kite. No aviation machine ever worked on the first occasion except the most complicated one of all time. And then I realized, okay, so Kennedy misspoke. He set this goal, we'll go to the moon before the end of the decade. They realized they couldn't do it. They should have just told the truth, but they didn't. The pride, they were afraid to look bad. This means the people who run our country are juvenile. And then they're juveniles with machine guns. Because one of the chapters of my book is called NASA's Greatest Fear, which it not only comes out that they faked the moon landing, that according to the relatives of dead Apollo astronauts, they were murdered by the CIA for not cooperating. Not my opinion. That's the opinion of dead Apollo astronauts, widow and orphans. That's what their investigation has proven, that our own government murdered their own people for exposing their own crimes, you see? And these people are still in power. This way of thinking, this government, its ideology is still running our country and the world today. Oh yeah. That's why it's important for the truth to come out about the moon landing fraud, because until it does, those same criminals are going to be running our country.
0: I'm sorry. I I'd, I'd argue they already are.
1: Well, yeah, they are. This is why Orwell said whoever controls the past controls the future. Yeah. Because they're controlling the past, saying the moon missions are real when they certainly were not, and therefore those same criminals control our future, which means the moon landing fraud has to come out in order to have an honorable government in the future, and if it doesn't, we won't.
2: Yeah. What so Bart what do you think about the state of things right now because it's so over-the-top absurd with this power grab and the world control grid that's now in lock and getting deeper into this scenario. And not only do we have the moon landing that's so obvious, but there's a whole bunch of other stuff that has been absolutely flat out, filthy lies. And I keep wondering how many lies does it take? I mean, big major lies. I mean, I don't trust any of it, but
0: Ukraine for
2: it, but uh, all of it, big major lies and people still won't give up the ghost on this. And meanwhile, we're deeper into something that is looking very alarming.
1: Well, Yeah, it is odd that we have 3,000 architects and engineers signing a petition, risking their lifelong reputations and livelihood, saying it's mechanically impossible for a pinhole airplane to go through a skyscraper and to cause its collapse. Just look at Oklahoma City bombing picture. Yes. Half half the building was blown away. Did it collapse? No, because it can't. (laughs) It's grid. So if you have 3,000 architects and engineers saying 9-11, the buildings did not come down by airplanes and no one does anything about it, 20 years later, we have a problem. Most of that is because the CIA who did 9-11 controls the media. So they're not going to put story after story about the architects and engineers who disagree with the government. They're not going to do story after story that says the Warren Commission is bunk by 200 eyewitnesses say so. They're not gonna do those stories. They're gonna do the opposite. One of the clips of my book at sabrell.com is when Dan Rather, a couple of days after the Kennedy assassination says, let me describe for you the Zabruder film, which we were not gonna show. and wasn't shown for more than 10 years later. And it synchronized his remarks with the Zabruder film. And he says, the third final gunshot, you can see Kennedy's head go violently forward when it goes violently backward. He says the exact opposite of the truth on national TV. And they're doing the same thing to this day. They're saying the exact opposite of the truth all right. of the time, right? So what does this mean? Well, it means our government is run by gangsters. They murder people who get in their way. Robert McNamara said on his deathbed that the whole reason the Vietnam War started was contrived by him and the CIA the Gulf of Tonkin incident, the Pearl Harbor, the Vietnam War, he said it never happened, we made it up. That led to the death of 3 million people, including 58,220 Americans. So if the government is willing to kill 58,220 of their own people without reason, I think they're willing to fake an image on television. And I think they're still faking it to this day because every TV station, every radio station, every newspaper and every magazine in the whole world said men were on the moon when we have a deathbed confession from someone who says it was filmed a year earlier at cannon air force base right so just because every tv station every radio station every newspaper and every magazine says all these people are sick or all these people are infected and all this you know biggie virus is going on doesn't mean it's true i called up nbc i said hey you did a story about 450 employees of one hospital being infected Did you talk to just one of them? Say, what's it like to have this disease? They said, no, we just repeat the numbers the government tells us, (laughs) right? With no investigation whatsoever. So I'd say something's fishy going on. I mean, if they take down the inventor of the medicine, I mean, you would think he would be on every newscast, right? The whole world's taking this new medicine. Here's the inventor of this medicine. What have you got to say? Well, he says it's not to be used for this purpose and it's experimental and often deadly. That's what the inventor says. So if the inventor says that they take it down off the internet. So basically they're taking down the truth. So what is left up there lies, right? That's all that's left up there. And if you believe in God, what's interesting is i went to this church once and on a wednesday night when it's kind of interactive the preacher said who's lord of the earth and everyone's like jesus and he says wrong read your bible luke 4 lucifer said to jesus bow down to lucifer and he'll give you all the kingdoms of the world because the kingdoms of the world belong to lucifer and he gives them to his kind of people which are murderers and liars so what a surprise A world leader says, we're not going to make this medicine mandatory. And as soon as they're elected, they make it mandatory. Why that is allowed, why that is, there should be a law that says if an elected official lies, says they're going to do something that they don't do, or says they're not going to do something, which they do. Number one, that is their last day in office forever. And number two, they go to jail for 10 years. Why are they allowed to constantly lie and get away with it? That should be a crime. And yet, they do it all the time and no one holds them accountable it's ridiculous
2: yeah it's absurd and at this it just amazes me how many people seem to go along and 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 not question or even if they think something seems off or funny, they still won't question what their perceived, the perceived powers, what they perceive are these people that are supposed to have their betterment at hand and all this. But where we are now, everything's falling apart in society. And you mentioned it when we first started that it's, you know, it's very dangerous in a lot of places to just go to your corner store and, and people are, are snapping left and right. And there's this whole, whole bunch of ball of wax that we all see happening, but what do you see is the trajectory here? Where's this going to go if it it continues to move in this direction from what you can see?
1: Well, here's the thing. When a secular person who doesn't believe in God at all, who just studies events and is intelligent and says, you know, I think these things are going to happen in the near future, and their economic collapse and likely a comet or asteroid and likely a, a disease pandemic. And then you look at the book of Revelation and it says what's likely next is uh, economic collapse and a meteor storm and pandemic. When they both Revelation say the same thing, yeah, when they both say the same thing, I would say those things are likely to happen in the near future. I think economic collapse is the next thing on the agenda. I think it's orchestrated. Some people believe the stock market crash of 1929 was intentional, so the billionaires could sell high and then buy low. And the people who run the world, they've said out of their own mouth. I mean, I'm starting a podcast on March 5th called Bart Sabrell's Box Escape. You can go to sabrell.com and click on the You know, join the podcast subscription. It's basically uh, a compilation of the chief advisor to the people who run the world who says over and over and over again, worst things that Hitler ever said. We've got two or three billion useless people who aren't contributing to the economy. What are we going to do with them? Well, no wonder why they want to lower the population by 94%. And don't think they're just going to twiddle their thumbs and hope it happens. With all the resources they have, they're going to make it happen, right? If technology is increasing, and that includes medical technology, then lifespan should be going up and fertility rates should be going up. But lifespan is going down and fertility rates are going down. That can only happen with the improvement of technology if that's intentional. You see,
0: so Gates has said that he wants to reduce the population through vaccines.
1: He did say that. And uh, that's an odd thing to say, because if this medicine is good for you, then it's going to save the lives of millions of people who would then procreate and have more children. So the Bible says out of the overflowing of the heart, the mouth cannot help but speak. (laughs) And so, you know, his parents founded Planned Parenthood and they were racist Right. And they were trying to get rid of a particular ethnic group in the American population who they deemed to be inferior. That's why all of these clinics are in these poor neighborhoods with that ethnic group in them. Right. If Bill Gates was so concerned about people in Africa, right, he would go there and he would make sure everyone had clean water, indoor plumbing and concrete floors. But he doesn't do that, does he? He goes over there and starts giving people injections. Well, a couple of doctors noticed Bill Gates going into Kenya and giving away free tetanus shots, but only to women and only between the age of 15 and 45. And for some reason, three doses in six months instead of one dose in 10 years. (laughs) Notice (laughs) that the current dosage for what's going around now is three doses. It's interesting because up until this point in history, one polio vaccine lasts your lifetime. You see? So why three? because it's being done in layers and the body has to do something first. Then you're ready for the second one. Your body has to do something next. And then you're ready for the third one, you see. And so some pro-medicine doctors were suspicious that this was only being given to women and only of childbearing age. They sent it to a lab. Absolute scientific fact, not contested. There were sterilization drugs in there without the consent of the women. Why that is not the number one story on every newspaper, TV station, and radio station in the world is a bit odd when they do stories about the president getting a new cat, but they don't give a a story about Bill Gates got caught sterilizing thousands or millions of women without their consent in Africa. Absolute fact. No one one denies that's a fact. They have the lab work to prove it. They have the testimony of pro- medicine doctors to prove it not mentioned in the evening news a single time one of the most important news stories of the 20th century
0: right i think india is going after him for criminal charges too for their for polio vaccine
1: yeah i mean fauci said out of his own mouth sometimes these things backfire and they do sometimes (laughs) the disease you're trying to prevent can cause an outbreak of it it's happened numerous times Mm And so, you know, do you want to trust natural immunity? Even if you don't believe in God, would you, shouldn't you trust immunity that's been developed over millions and millions of years rather than medicine that's been developed over a couple of years? A
0: couple of months.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And so even if you believe in evolution, I would trust millions of years of evolution over a few years in a laboratory.
0: You know what I
2: mean? Especially with these characters yeah
0: right all right, Well right let's so, get back to the moon stuff <laughs>
2: yeah
0: because yeah. i we could talk for hours about the pandemic and what's going on but uh i i do want to focus on the moon stuff if you don't mind sure so um i did have a question for you about that i i'm in total agreement that like the 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 72 apollo 11 stuff was all manufactured right but i don't know about the later missions do you think those were also faked as well or do you think they actually went at some point because
1: okay no no i I originally thought that too i Mm -hmm. thought well maybe they couldn't go the first time and then later they learned out how to do it first of all they all had identical equipment so if your volkswagen bug can't go 500 miles an hour then no volkswagen bug can go 500 miles an hour And if you go to sabrell.com, click on the top left button, Moon Man Video Links, link one, we show a photograph from the alleged last mission to the moon, where the shadows are intersecting at 90 degrees from objects two feet apart that would be parallel if it were real sunlight. So the last mission didn't go to the moon. Now keep in mind, the government wants you to think they can go to the moon. If you think Neil Armstrong did it, great. If you think secret crews did it, who are communing with aliens, great, as long as you believe. It's like the same thing about this alleged illness circling the globe. They want you to think that it's real. If it takes coming from an animal for you to think it real or coming from a scientific facility to think it's real. The fact is they wouldn't have to rig the tests and they wouldn't have to call a suicide an illness death if it were a real uh, disease going around, you see? So the people who believe in UFOs, by the way, the the main reason, the thing that gave the whole thing traction, was those pictures in the 70s of the pyramid on Mars and the face on Mars that came from NASA, the same people who faked pictures on the moon just a few years earlier, and these are the pictures that is convincing everyone that aliens from outer space are real, from the same people who faked the moon pictures. For all we know, they faked the face on Mars, they faked the pyramid on Mars, and they did that to trick people into believing in UFOs. Why? They really want us to believe in UFOs, which is another reason not to believe in them, right? Mm -hmm. Not that UFO phenomena doesn't exist, it does. But if you go to sabrell.com and scroll down about halfway, I wrote uh, an article that took hundreds of hours to research and write, and the top two UFO researchers made the same conclusion after decades of research, which is number one, UFOs are real, but number two, they're not from outer space. They're from earth and number three, they're demonic. So yes. but mind you, Edgar Mitchell spent his whole life saying the moon missions are real and his whole life saying aliens are real. So I'd say that aliens are about as real as the moon missions, right? And they really want us to believe in them. So we gotta be careful. We already know the mainstream media lies. So why are we believing them about Chinese balloons? You see, everyone somehow thinks that that's real. That story is real, you know, and of concern, right? Whatever the lead story is, is what they want us to be concerned about, which meaning there's no reason to be concerned about it. You see, and why would China agree anyway that they were, you know, responsible for sending something over America? I mean, why would they even agree to that to begin with? The CIA and the and Chinese government are madly in love with each other. <laughs> and I know someone who works in the command center of the Chinese space agency Mm. who told me they have a secret agreement with NASA not to expose the moon landing fraud in exchange for technology, which is a treasonous event, which is another reason for the truth to come out about the moon landing fraud. So we will not be blackmailed anymore.
0: So I I would guess that that we have that with all the space agencies. Of course. I mean, just ask Noriega,
1: or Gaddafi or Saddam Hussein, what happens when you don't cooperate with the United States of America or have a right? central bank? Yeah, so <laughs> the idea that some other country would have exposed it if it was fraudulent, and therefore it must be real, that's not true at all. It'd be much more valuable to blackmail the the America with that information than to just expose it. And look what happens when you don't cooperate? ask those three world leaders what happened to them when they didn't cooperate with the United States. You see. So China says, I mean, my own source there says they know that the moon missions are fake, but they don't say anything in exchange for getting technology from NASA. So what can you do?
2: Well, and they're right now, they're setting up that false narrative with UFOs more than ever. The Von Braun stuff is really looking like it's going to play out the way he said it would.
1: Well, I mean, Von Braun... Willingly participated in the faking of the moon landing. now, maybe uh, they bribed him, probably, and maybe they blackmailed him because shortly after his death, someone from the Justice Department said they were months away from indicting him for war crimes, right? So good thing he died he didn't have to go to trial, and there yeah. wouldn't be any you know schools named von Braun in Alabama if that were the case, right <laughs>
2: But do you see, do you see this part? Like, I mean, they really are amping this up now and it's one of those things where I kept wondering for so long, are they actually going to try and play this card? And the way it looks right now is it looks like they're going to play this card. Now, obviously it's going to be played because of the way they're throwing stuff at us so fast to keep us really, adrenal fatigued and in shock, basically shock and awe with all this dramatic stuff that's being set up. But the, the alien stuff is amped up more than I've ever seen it in my life.
1: It's a Yeah, I mean, If you believe in God, uh, basically one of the theological interpretations of what's going on in the world, uh, mind you, Ephesians 6 says our struggle is not against Bill Gates or George Soros, it's against the evil forces in the unseen dimensions, Yes, Uh, that Lucifer will counterfeit. So basically, Lucifer has a counterfeit church on earth, right? Figure out that one. And there may be a counterfeit Messiah. There are a couple of twilight zones where like the aliens come down and they show us how to end world hunger and how to cure cancer. And they solve all of our problems. Wouldn't that kind of be a messianic kind of uh, entity? Yes, yeah, yep. And they did a study about 20 years ago. It took about 10 years to put together. It was called the Eve Project. And they took blood samples from every nationality on earth. Eskimos and Swedes and Africans and with that DNA technology they were able to trace back humanity and they absolutely scientifically proved without a doubt every human being on the surface of the earth can be traced to one single woman who suddenly appeared and did not evolve just popped appeared so there's a problem. Uh, How do we have the Bible being proven to be true and that all humans came from one woman, Eve, and somehow discount the Bible and God at the same time? That's a tricky one. I know. Why don't we say that's true. All humans came from one woman. You can't deny science. Uh, But not God. We were put here by aliens. I mean, they never asked the simple question that a third grader would ask. Well, if we were made by aliens, then who made them? and they forget the book of ezekiel which says that lucifer wanted to ascend and take the place of god now people who encounter quote aliens in the federal government they say one of their character traits is they lie continually so uh ufo lying alien if they're really a fallen angel they're going to say they're from some galaxy far far away which can never be proven or disproven right and if this new theory is that we were made by aliens and if aliens are really fallen angels and the fallen angels leader is lucifer what they're really saying is that mankind was made by lucifer instead of god see that Mm -hmm. and that's what they're tricking you know people into believing and doing exactly what the bible says lucifer wanted to become god and be be credited as the creator of mankind. And that's what ancient aliens is saying, that we were made by aliens, which are really fallen angels, which is really Lucifer, and that we were made by Lucifer instead of God. Pretty odd, isn't it? And if you look at the logo of the World Economic Forum, I just noticed it a couple of weeks ago, there's three kind of O's uh, and the three words, World Economic Forum, and they've kind of aligned the O's in such a way for this half circle to go through them forming 666, right there hidden in plain sight. The people who run the world put 666 quite intentionally in their logo. And these are the people who run the world. Everybody knows it. And even people like Hillary Clinton says, we go to groups like them to be told what to do, right? And it's their chief advisor who says he has to get rid of two to three billion useless eaters. And what a surprise. The group of people who get the medicine first is the identical to Hitler's useless eaters list. The elderly, the obese, the diabetic, they get the medicine first. You know? <laughs> I mean, pretty remarkable coincidence, isn't it? Hitler's useless eaters and phase one of the medicine are identical. How about that?
0: Did you see the new symbol, the WEF, the, w, the World Economic Forum rolled out with the last... Well,
1: I hadn't seen that one, I don't think, but I, you know, I just noticed there's 666 in their logo and I'm like, uh, you know, and the guy, the lead spokesperson, he never says there's no God and he never says there's no Lucifer. What he does say is don't obey Jesus and don't obey the Bible. He literally said that out of his mouth, never said there was no God and never said there was no Lucifer. He said, don't obey the Bible and don't obey Jesus. That's what he said.
0: Okay, it wasn't wasn't WF, it was APEC.
1: So, uh, I mean, you know, the faking of the moon landing fraud, even though it killed fewer people than 9-11 or even the JFK witness list, it's the one that, if the truth came out, I think would upset people the most because they prayed for them, they're bonded with it emotionally. Like when I found out there was no Santa Claus, I just wept and wept and wept. It will be like that for people. It'll be this heartbreak to find out their glorious country on their glorious patriotic mission with glorious science was a complete fabrication and an unnecessary one and an arrogant one and a deadly one. Uh, one of the things that comes out in my book, which is Moon Man, the true story of a filmmaker on the CIA headlist, which you can get at sabrell.com in audio I read or Kindle or print. It's kind of the behind the scenes story of what happened in the production of A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Moon, being financed by someone who builds rockets for NASA, who knows that it's fake. What were the private conversations that I had with the astronauts before and after the filming of Astronauts Gone Wild. And it culminates with a deathbed confession of a gentleman who was actually at Cannon Air Force Base. He was the chief of security And he personally eyewitnessed the faking of the moon landing. I didn't even publish his name in the book because his son was still alive. And when I was confirming this information with him less than two years ago, government agents showed up at his house and threatened to kill him and his family if he ever spoke to me again, less than two years ago. So I didn't publish his father's name in the book, but I can now disclose it because the son is now deceased. His name was Cyrus Eugene Akers. And every branch of the military has its kind of intelligence Special Ops Division. And out of all the Air Force bases in the world, the headquarters for the Special Ops of the United States Air Force is at Cannon Air Force Base. And that's why they filmed it there. I remember Bill Casing telling me that the whole faking of the moon landing was supervised by General Sam Phillips of the United States Air Force. So it was shot at an Air Force base, and it was shot at their intelligence headquarters of the Air mm-hmm. Force, which is Cannon Air Force Base. This man, Cyrus Eugene Akers, was the chief of security at that Air Force base. President Johnson personally gave him a list of 15 people who were allowed in the visitor's door to observe. I got that list. I published it in the book. Some of these people are still alive. And he stood beside President Johnson while they filmed the faking of the moon landing. And now here's more information that's not in the book. He confessed to more than just eyewitnessing the faking of the moon landing fraud. This man, it was a deathbed confession because he's dying and he knows he's about to meet God. And he did something worse than faking the moon landing. He personally murdered a co-worker to keep it a secret, who was going to go to the media and tell the world because he thought it was morally wrong for the United States government to fake the moon landing. We don't know whether he took it as his own initiative or whether President Johnson told him to do it, but he murdered a coworker to keep it a secret. That's what he confessed on his deathbed that I did not put in the book. And he said the reason why he committed murder was to cover up the moon landing fraud. You can read all about this at sabrell.com in my book. Now, when I made astronauts gone wild and confronted Edgar Mitchell in his home with this classified footage of fake photography, I showed it to him. He turned beet red, literally kicked me from behind. And in the commotion, we left a wireless microphone on him. And in the commotion, my camera operator forgot to hit stop recording. So while the astronaut and his son are in their house with the door closed, we're recording their private audio on the camera, in the camera, in front of his house, and the you know rental car, and uh, the guy's driveway, where we found out months later when we did a transcript of it, they're talking about calling the CIA to have me assassinated. So this is why it's called Moon Man, the true story of a filmmaker on the CIA hit list, because... There was even a point where I was abducted. I was trying to get this secret tape to CNN. I was abducted on the doorsteps of CNN, drugged with true serum to the point of vomiting, asked a series of questions of which I don't even remember most of them. I escaped their custody, made my way back to Nashville, and talk about these adventures in my book for the very first time. The chapter's called, The Funny Thing Happened on the Way to CNN and A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to Church. I peed in a cup. I said, I got him, ha ha. I'm gonna prove in a lab that I was drugged with this exotic CIA drug. I said, all right, I got him. So I pee in a cup. I give it to a friend to put in a lab in his name, not mine, thinking, hey, you know, I'm gonna gonna outwit the CIA here. Well, wrong. (laughs) My friend tells me days later, there was a problem at the lab. And I'm like, oh, what problem? And he says, well, there was a break-in at the lab over the weekend. And I'm like, yeah, so what? He says, well, funny thing. The only thing stolen was your urine sample. I mean, oh, you can imagine God. this really freaked out the people who run the lab. They're like, we don't know who you are, but please take your business elsewhere. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I tried to out with the cia but what can you do hey jerry you know how many CIA agents it takes to screw in a light bulb
0: 133 well <laughs> i could tell you but then i have to kill you, then you have to kill you. <laughs> uh-huh.
2: 33 was a good answer though. i know
1: yeah it was uh, <laughs> but uh you know uh these people are still threatening my sources with death and the death of their family if they talk to me again less than two years ago we uh, notified the White House press secretary. We notified a senator on the Intelligence Committee. We notified the regional FBI where this guy lived. So the government is well aware. Senators are well aware that the moon missions are fake. That sources are being, you know, threatened by rogue CIA agents. They know this, and they did protect him. They did protect me. Uh, but they're also not coming forward and telling the world that the moon landings are fake for fear it'll be too much of an embarrassment to the reputation of the United States of America. Mm -hmm. They should be concerned that the United States of America is faking moon landings, not so much exposing it. You know, the, the unpatriotic act is not exposing it. The unpatriotic act is faking the moon landings in the first place with taxpayers' money and using that same money to hire CIA agents to murder anybody who tries to come forward and tell the truth right because the declaration of independence says that we should get rid of any government that becomes destructive of the right to life liberty and the pursuit of happiness well they're destroying life the government is murdering their own people right so we have a right to institute a new government that's why they control the media they never mention that three thousand architects and engineers say that planes did not bring down the building you would think that would be a news story. 3,000 architects and engineers saying it's impossible for planes to bring down those buildings. Do you think that would be a news story? Never mentioned a single time in the evening news because the people that run the evening news are the ones who did it, right? Yeah. Otherwise, oh yeah. it would be a great story, right? That's right? And so how much longer is this going to go on is the question. And I guess with people spending 100 hours a month, two and a half work weeks with their faces in front of the TV set, there's not much time left over to make the world a better place, is there?
0: Uh, no, not really.
2: Are you so, Bart? What about the state of things for you now? How are how dangerous is your experience? I mean, it's you know these are monsters, these are fiends, these are demons.
1: Yeah, I don't know why, but it just just a few days ago, believe it or not, something happened like. Four years ago, where my wife was almost abducted. And I just now realizing it could have been because around that time I was talking to Cyrus Eugene Akers' son about this. And I remember, I think it was the 35th anniversary of the alleged trip to the moon. I'm producing Astronauts Gone Wild. And I had a source in the military with high intelligence clearance. Tell me, you know, they're not so concerned about a funny thing happened on the way to the moon, even though it has the footage in there. People are going to believe what they're going to believe. I mean, I talked to a professor of an aerospace company or a university, and he said, even if an astronaut confessed that he faked the moon landing, he'd still think he went anyway. So, I mean, some people are just going to believe what they want to believe. Yeah. But he said, astronauts gone wild is, is making them mad because you're making their people look bad. And so on the 35th anniversary, I'm eating cereal in bed, and lo and behold, on the White House lawn are the three men from Apollo 11 with the White House behind them. And the reporter says, you know, I'm glad I'm talking by satellite so that I don't get punched by you, Buzz. (laughs) And I'm thinking, they're talking about me. They're talking about me on the lawn of the White House.
2: Oh, my God.
1: And I'm thinking... What I'm doing is dangerous. And this was yes. after I'd been kidnapped and drunk, you know, <laughs> oh, and it just dawned on me again. And I'm like, you know, but it is what it is. And we're all going to die anyway. And what they did is wrong. And when five people, five Americans were killed by King George's, you know, men in 1772, mm-hmm. our founding mothers and fathers said, that's it. That's enough. We are willing to risk our lives because what they're doing is wrong. How many more people have to be murdered by the federal government, by the CIA, and by soldiers fighting wars that are from contrived CIA making up, you know, attacks of the North Vietnamese, Gulf of Tolkien. They made it up. He said so. Robert McNamara, defense secretary, said it never happened. That led to the death of tens of thousands of Americans. How much longer? Is that going to go on? I went from changing my mind to being afraid to make this film to making it anyway, because it's about right and wrong. What our government did is wrong. The truth needs to come out. And so be it if I get killed in the process. I got to die sometime. I might as well die for a just cause than cowering in the corner to live one day longer when I'm going to die anyway. You see, that's what people don't realize they can gain the world and forfeit their soul. And, and if people in the government don't come forward and admit the corruption that's going on, they're going to die anyway, and they're going to face God, and God will not be pleased with them. Because in the second to the last chapter Revelation, it lists a bunch of sins that if you keep doing them, you will not enter eternal life. Thievery, lying, you know, sexual immorality, and the cowardly.
2: Yes. The
1: cowardly will not enter the kingdom of heaven. Why did I get punched? Was it because I called him a liar? No. Was it because I called him a thief for taking $2,000 from us for giving an interview about something he never did? No. It was because I called him a coward. Now, mind you, I've been a coward and a thief and a liar, but he's afraid to look bad. That's why he doesn't come forward. He spent his whole life telling all of his friends and relatives he walked on the moon when it never happened and he made millions of dollars from the lie. Yes. He'll have to look bad. He's afraid to look bad. Mm-hmm. And if you're a coward, afraid to look bad, you will not enter heaven. You see, Cyrus Eugene Akers was not afraid to look bad. He said, I'm a murderer. Mm. And he said, the reason I did it was to cover up the moon landing fraud. You don't make stuff like that up. And we can verify he was chief of security at that base. And even in people's autobiography, one of which was on that list of 15 eyewitnesses, he says he was at Cannon Air Force Base on those dates for a quote classified reason. This is the truth. They faked the moon landing. Are you sure you want these people to remain in power? Because they're faking other things too, to our own demise.
2: I don't want any of this. These are all <laughs> demons. They're all demons to me. And it, it looks so clear and obvious. And this is one of the things that frustrates me, Bart, is how obvious it is. Once you see it and you see the patterns and you can recognize the signature of it, it's in your face everywhere. And not only is it in our face everywhere, but it's we're we're being we're being drowned in it. And this is what perplexes me the amount of people that are still allowing this, this whole lie, all this nasty wickedness to continue when really we could change this.
1: Yeah, the Bible says in Revelation that the plagues, the economic collapse, the disease pandemics, the meteor showers, all that happens to Prompt people to poke them into repenting of their sin. It goes on to say that most people still don't repent. And while you're right, we technically could change the world and make a better place, the Bible foretells that that's not going to happen. I know. Jesus says in, in uh, Matthew 24 13, and he's talking to the church, he's not talking to lost people. He wasn't sent to pagans, he was sent to the church, Israel. He says, The love of most of you will grow cold and you will not make it into eternal life. Only those who hold to the very end will be saved. And he said the reason was because of the increase of wickedness, the commonplace of sin most people will fall prey to. So the lies are only going to get greater and the thievery and murders are only going to get greater. And the Bible warns us at some point, a loaf of bread is going to cost a hundred dollars and that's yeah. not that far away. No. And if secular people who don't believe in God are saying the same thing and then the Bible says it too, I suspect it's going to happen. So, first of all, make sure you're right with God and then make sure you stay right with God. Because getting converted is just the first step. Then you have to stay converted to the very end Jesus said so. And then God will, you know, cover all the times that you blew it. That's why it takes two keys open a safety deposit box you see one key is the grace and one key is repentance you have to have both and uh, that's how you enter eternal life the other people it's not that they're tortured forever in hell god's not a torturer the famous scripture people love quoting john three sixteen, whoever believes in god will not perish but have eternal life so there's two choices eternal life are perishing if you're in hell forever going what an idiot i was then you also have eternal life don't you no you perish you burn up you're destroyed you don't exist anymore it says in Obadiah. that's right it says in obadiah once the new heaven and new earth is restored sin will never happen again god is not going to give eternal life to sinners to unrepentant wicked people he's not going to give them the power to live forever it says he will destroy them perish or eternal life. And if only one out of 150 million sperm make it into this life, I think there's going to be a wide and narrow way to make it into the next life. And as long as I can remember, I've never saw a news story where a rapist at large or a murderer at large or a bank robber at large years later turn themselves in. But that's all we have to do to live forever. And who are you more concerned about looking bad to, the people of this world or the Lord who holds your destiny for eternity in his hand? So even if you don't believe in God, you have to realize you could be wrong. And there could be a way to live forever. And if you don't achieve that, if you don't take hold of that offer, then you're a failure no matter how rich you are. The people will have gained the world and lost their soul. So I don't hate Bill Gates or George Soros or any of these people who apparently are running the world in wicked ways. I feel sorry for them. My heart goes out to them. And I hope one or more of them repents and gives glory to God because the end of all things is near. And the people who live that way, they're not going to make it. And the people who are humble and turn themselves in and admit they're wrong and do their best to repent, they will make it. And that's just the way that it is. And we won't have to deal with this for much longer. We're going to go through some rough times. It looks like before this comes to a big finish. But another thing is, if you're alive right now, that's a very, very big honor. Acts 17.26 says, every person on the earth, God chose specifically where on earth they would be born and the time in history when they would live so that each would have the best opportunity to be saved. So God chose us to live at this big finish and the two-minute warning. That's a big honor. And uh, the harvest is great and the workers are few. So let's spread the word. You know, whether or not uh, who killed Kennedy, it's not required to know that answer to enter eternal life. And you can be wrong about the moon landing and enter eternal life. You do have to, love righteousness more than sin and you do have to do your best to prove that and that's all it takes so hopefully i'll make it you'll make it and all the people we know and love will make it and most people will repent before it's too late and then we'll live forever and won't have to worry about all this uh, problems in the world ever again
2: so amen to that and also i want to get your idea on. Because so here you struck this in my head that Revelation eight, when it talks about the fiery, um, the stuff coming out of the sky and the fire, I can't remember the terminology, like um sensors or something coming out of the sky, the stuff that rains down from come and see that particular part. And so we have seen some really incredible meteorites one just a few days ago that hit in texas then we started to see well that big comet they called green but it it didn't come down but it's in the sky and we're starting to see stuff get into our atmosphere and i'm wondering what do you think about all that what what is space to you and what's going on is there a firmament is there sky ice like i want to get to that idea what do you think about all that
1: Well, I mean, when Bill Casey first went on Oprah and said the moon missions were fake, they immediately said, oh, you think the earth is flat? I, you know, produce a funny thing happened. They say, oh, you think the earth is flat? I think the earth is a sphere. That's just how things form. soap bubbles or bubbles under the water and things form spheres. Uh, I don't think it's flat. I don't think it matters. I mean, the earth could be a triangle for all I care. It's about the corruption in the world and repenting of it in order to live forever. You don't have to pass a geography exam in order to enter heaven. Now, Jesus himself said that meteor storms would be a sign of his soon return. He said the stars would fall like ripe figs. That's a falling star, a meteor storm, right? He said the seas would be tossing and turning violently. Well, Most people don't know this, but before 705 BC, every civilization in the world, their calendars had a 360 day year, not 365, right? And then suddenly after 705 BC, they all changed to 365 and a quarter. Why did they do that? How could the Earth's day become longer? Well, it means it was pulled further away from the sun, slightly. And it takes an extra five and a quarter days to go around. Well, what could pull the earth further away from the sun? Something much bigger than the earth. That's what rogue planets are. And they're finally disclosing that every solar system in the universe likely has two rogue planets. And Isaiah, speaking of the last days, says in 1313, one of the plagues in the last days will be the earth will be moved out of its place. Now, if Planet X, a rogue planet, right, a rebellious planet is bigger than the Earth and moved the Earth out of its place in 705 BC and could very well do it again, you see, that would be 40 times bigger than the moon, which would really cause the tossing and the turning of the seas. You see that? It would cause meteor storms, right? Now, when Janet Napolitano makes a you know, retirement day warning the way Eisenhower made a retirement day warning, I would listen. She said a natural disaster is coming that has never happened before in the United States. And there's a hidden third clue. What we know is coming is a natural disaster. It's the second clue, a natural disaster that has never happened in the history of America. Now we've had volcanoes, we've had hurricanes and earthquakes, and you cannot, here's the third clue, it's a natural disaster that somehow you could know about years in advance. Well, you can't predict an earthquake or volcano years in advance, but you could predict a comet or an asteroid or a rogue planet years in advance you see because of mathematics you see it's never happened in america it's a natural disaster and it's a natural disaster you could know about years in advance it's my opinion they're working on this little fraud for the last few years to lower the number of people on the earth in a controlled burn to prepare for that event which the book of revelation says will kill half the people on the earth so that's what I think they're getting ready for. And that's what they know about. And that's what they're not telling us about. I also wrote an article about rogue planets. It's at sabrell.com. Just scroll down. And it says, is planet X God's end time tribulation? The most powerful telescope in the world is called the lucifer telescope run by the vatican (laughs) they've
0: changed the name and by the way
1: according according to malachi martin on his deathbed when he disavowed the jesuits who happened to run that telescope he said they're tracking an object that's going to play a significant part in world history in the last days it's my opinion they're tracking planet lucifer the rogue the rebellious planet now get this Prior to 705 BC, every month had 30 days. Mm -hmm. Exactly. How could you argue against divine creation when the earth has 12 months and they're exactly 30 days each? You couldn't say that wasn't by design. It'd be impossible. Then the devil planet that represents rebellion destroys the proof of design in the solar system, and makes one month 29 days, and one month 30 days, and one month 31. You see that? And I believe the rogue planet is going to come again in Isaiah, which is actually about the second coming of the Messiah, not the first, says the earth will be moved out of its place. If a rogue planet comes just between Jupiter and Saturn, some half a billion miles away, it will pull Jupiter further away from the sun which will pull the earth further away from the sun could cause super cold winters and super hot summers, meteor showers, earthquakes, all of this could happen, right? He says there'll be signs in the heaven that when men look up and see them, their hearts will melt with fear and that it will have an incredible tidal effect on the oceans. A comet an asteroid wouldn't do that, but a rogue planet would and a rogue planet would cause comets, asteroids, and meteor storms as well, so I think that's what's going to happen. The Bible says the earth will be destroyed by fire, right? That could be a meteor storm. Another interesting thing, it says one-third of the trees and one-third of the green grass was burned up. Well, if you can imagine a globe hanging in front of us, and you have North and South America centered facing you with the pacific and atlantic ocean on either side that's half of the earth but it's also one third of the landmass. so maybe a meteor storm is going to strike that half of the earth right and not the other half and which half is faking moon landings which half is the second beast of revelation 13 which country in the northern hemisphere is doing all that and which country in the southern hemisphere has you know skeleton celebrations and uh pretty good pagan rituals happening all the time, right? That, those are the North and South American <laughs> countries, right? And so maybe God's going to rebuke them first. Don't know. I think the, the U.S.'s days are numbered. And there was a gentleman who had a vision of an asteroid striking off the coast of San Diego, and he was told the name of the asteroid in the dream, Apophis. Lo and behold, Apophis is a near-Earth asteroid expected to come closer than the communication satellites on April 13th, 2029. NASA assures us that men are on the moon and NASA assures us it will not strike the Earth. What if the world leaders let it strike and do not stop it when they could to destroy what? The United States of America, right? the new world order simply means a new person is number one, no longer the USA. They're taken out. And what better way to lower the number of people on the earth than to let mother nature do it so you don't have to go down in history as the next genocidal Hitler, right? And so this asteroid is 40 times bigger than the one that exploded over Russia. It's not a planet killer, but it is a country killer. And he saw it hitting off the coast of San Diego and causing a tidal wave hundreds of miles in the Southwestern United States. He was told the name of the rock when he knew nothing about asteroids and later someone at the pentagon told him what that name meant and what it was so we were warned april 13th 2029 and i believe the u.s government is doing this little thing for the last three years is really an exercise to train the public psychologically to accept martial law for you know reasons of national emergency so Uh, that's
0: what i coming. do you think this will so so we're we right now in our history there are several large cycles that are ending or restarting if you will like solar cycles and earth cycles like that 26,000 year when we travel through the galactic sheet like that uh that cycle's coming up to a a respawn the magnetic poles uh, flip every so many thousand years and that that cycle is starting again. Do you think possible... Oh, and the other thing I wanted to ask... I'm sorry, I'll go back to the cycles in a second. The Lucifer planet you were talking about, is that the same Planet X, Nibiru? Is that the same thing that like Citrum was talking about? Or uh, yeah, something else?
1: Yeah, I think else. so. Yeah. Uh, I think um, perhaps one astronomer believes he got the decimal point wrong in the translation of the Sumerian hieroglyphics. It's every 360 years, not uh, 3,600. Right. And that most of the time, it's on the other side of the sun, we don't see it. And it occasionally comes close. And the year 1045, according to Gil Sard, uh, he said that it, that's what the Chinese astronomers saw is the red dragon in the sky. And so, he believes it's more like a 360 uh, year cycle. Most of the time it's on the other side of the sun, but occasionally it will come close. He thinks it's going to come closer than the moon to the earth. Wow. So you can imagine seeing virtually all of the horizon at sunrise or sundown being covered by this rogue planet going by. If that wouldn't cause men's heart to fear and the tossing <laughs> of the turning of the seas, I don't know what would, right? right? I, I hope it doesn't come that close, but there's nothing we can do about it. And maybe. Uh, that's what the world leaders know i mean revelation believe it or not it says the kings of the earth go into caves and holes in the ground to escape what is coming upon the earth and they just opened up cheyenne mountain as which is a cave and a hole in the ground right for the kings of the earth to go into for some coming cataclysm right
0: bunkers in new zealand for the billionaires, right yeah yeah um my other question oh the cycles i already brought that up the, i i forgot i was gonna ask. now i didn't write it down. I, have well, one. You're, you're, I, I guess you're pointing out to do you think we're going through
1: some new cycle or about yeah there's a lot of uh joint indicators but devout jews uh and may i say that most jews are better christians than christians are in my opinion mm-hmm. and uh you know i have a lot of respect for, for jewish people they uh their own rabbis are saying you know they think the messiah is coming soon and so the hopi indians think that we're about to go through some new change so all these things seem to be lining up and so we're really even with the bible we really don't know what the book of revelation really means is it symbolic or literal or both we're all doing our best we're all blind uh you know each with one part of the elephant in the forest one thinks it's a tree trunk leg one thinks it's a rope uh you know tail one thinks it's a hose trunk one thinks it's a wall you know the side of the elephant if we compare notes we'll probably get a full picture of what's going on the jews have a lot of truth the christians have truth and the muslims have truth as well and so if we can combine everything we'll get a full picture The fact is, things don't make themselves. Evolution is saying that a lower form of life without a brain made a higher form of life with a brain. That's the exact opposite of logical, isn't it? Doesn't the human body, when you open up the anatomy, look just like a car engine with everything departmentalized, separate, but working together? Cars don't make themselves and just because you can't understand an eternal being doesn't mean it's not true. I could spend my dog's entire life trying to explain a spark plug to it. It won't comprehend it, but it still doesn't mean that a spark plug isn't done by intelligent design for a purpose. Right. So we're here for a reason, I think originally probably to just enjoy life and when things turned out the way that it is, seeing how the Bible says all things work for the good of those who love and serve the Lord, including tragedy uh, as well. This ends up being a sieve to see who really loves God, right? It says in the book of James, even the demons believe in God. So having an intellectual understanding that Jesus is the Messiah doesn't save you any more than acknowledging that the sky is blue will save you. It says faith without deeds is dead. You have to have both keys to open the security safety deposit box your faith and your deeds right i think acts 532 says the holy spirit is given to those who obey god first right Mm -hmm. raiders of the lost ark number three he figured out the first riddle figured out the second riddle and now he's being asked to step off of a cliff he had to do it first to then get the reward you see and that's what God says. Jesus is the author of faith. Jesus is the author of believing in something you can't see. Those who act like they really believe are the ones who are saved. And people who only act based on what they see, it looks like those people aren't saved, right? Right. But the Bible is very poetic. It says what we see is temporary. What is unseen is eternal and that we're saved by our faith. We're saved by stepping off into the cliff, even though we think we're going to fall. So our faith does save us. Now God has that hidden bridge there, but we don't get the hidden bridge. We don't get that salvation until we step up in faith first.
2: One of the things I've noticed Bart is that no matter what, what this scenario is, the thing that looks really obvious is that there is some sort of quickening happening. And in the quickening, the national, international realm events are getting more dramatic more often. And what I'm saying by that is it feels like there's this real effort to keep everyone very distracted and in as much fear as possible, because there is something bigger going on behind the scenes. And when you're bringing up all this stuff, it seems like, I mean, it, could this be hand in hand? Is it is this a possibility for this um, amping of outrageous outlandish stuff that they're playing off to the public?
1: Well, yeah, when you have all the money in the world, the only thing left to set goals for is control. And that's why they want a one world government. And that's why they may fake an alien invasion. So we have a common enemy. Who knows what they're after. I think they're getting ready for a solar system event. A magnetic poles changing, comet, asteroid, rogue planet, something like that. They know that's coming. They're not going to tell us about it. They're going to use it to let Mother Nature you know, depopulate us for them. And this whole way of tricking people into taking a medicine for an illness they don't have, which will probably shorten their lives, is probably to lower the population before such an event happens, and everyone would be dying too quickly for them to want to be able to live a life in a society with air travel and hotels that they enjoy. So they're trying to, you know, do a controlled burn, in my opinion, get rid of the people who aren't contributing to the economy as they've said so in their own you know words and useless eaters. yeah i mean if the if the chief advisor to the people who runs the world is saying worse things than hitler yeah. imagine what he's not saying true right and so they're not gonna you know just hope the world lowers itself by 94 percent They have a plan and that plan is well underway Mm -hmm. because how could fertility rates and longevity be going down in a world where technology is advancing unless it's intentional, right? So (laughs) that's what they're doing and they've openly said so. And what can you do? You know, they will pay the price. They will have gained the world and forfeited their soul and their victims will have an easier shot at eternal life than they will. So be it. I mean, suffering a little bit one little life to live forever it's pretty good deal if you ask me so that's why jesus said if you're a friend of the world you're an enemy to god so don't love the world don't give in to tyranny not come forward about corruption in the federal government just to protect your life and possessions for a few more days when you're going to die anyway Mm -hmm. and face god right i'd be more
0: concerned about that than anything else don't embrace materialism for sure do you, uh, are you familiar with Suspicious Observers, that YouTube channel?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Very talented individual who runs that channel.
0: Ben Davidson yeah. is his name. Great guy. We like him. Yeah. Um, have you seen the stuff he's been talking about with the pole flip and the possible sloshing of the oceans?
1: I've seen some of it. And uh, yeah, the, the magnetic poles changing is likely in the near future. And no one really knows right what's going to happen. I mean, normally the magnetic North pole drifts a few feet a, a year. Mm-hmm. Now it's moving at something like 479 feet a day. It's accelerating. Uh, yeah. it, enor- enormous, you know, moving of it. And so whether that'll affect the, the electronic satellites, the GPS and the power grid, I don't know that anyone knows for sure. Yeah. Uh, it could It the, Even if it only affected animals and their ability to navigate, let's say, uh, you know, north and south and things like that. Migration. Whale migrate, whales migrate. Mm -hmm. Even if it only affected them, that could kill half the people on the earth. Because that would affect the food chain. That means the plankton would die and the whales would die and things that eat off of them would die. It would mean there's no more pollinating of food. If the bees can't find their way home okay. so that'll that kill, kill all them. of us <laughs> billions of of people, right <laughs> yeah so that alone could disrupt the food supply the food chain which mm-hmm. interrupt take one species out and it affects everything above and below them which takes them out so they don't know and that could be around the corner That could be what Janet Napolitano was referring to and not a comet or asteroid. Though I probably think it is a comet or an asteroid. Could be both. And yeah, it could be all of it. I mean, the reason why, in my opinion, Jesus says the time will be worse in the last days than at any other time in history is it won't just be earthquakes, it won't just be plagues, it won't just be food shortages, it won't just be meteor showers, it'll be all that simultaneously. Mm And that's what makes it the worst time in all of world history. So when he says, unless God intervenes, no one will be saved, I take that to mean the evil people will win. They're doing a fabulous job. They keep getting better, but they won't make it into eternity, and their victims likely will. So which side do you want to be on? Time to choose sides now while you still can. Look at Cyrus Eugene Akers. Go get Moonman at sabrell.com. He had the the fortitude, the courage, and the wisdom to want to get right with God to the point of confessing a murder to do so. And he said the reason why he committed murder was to cover up the moon landing fraud. And you can read all about it in my book at sabrell.com, audio, Kindle, or print. I read it myself in audio, and you'll see the horrible truth. But if you had cancer, would you want to know? I would want to know. And all this is laid out, all the behind the scenes of what went on behind the scenes of producing Astronauts Gone Wild, and a funny thing happened, my interaction with these astronauts off the record, with the person who builds rockets for NASA, who gave us the money to produce these films and expose it, and with the person who was there and the eyewitness and what that happened, you know, what went on with that and including death threats up to the final hours before the publication of the book to you know prevent it from happening
0: yeah i i bought the book it's a good book i like it recommend it for sure um i got a question from the audience welcome everyone by the way uh, someone wanted to know what are your thoughts on satellites are they real not real How how's that work
1: well i think they're real i mean again i think the earth is a sphere mm-hmm. i think People have become so jaded with realizing the government lies that if the government says the sky is blue, it must be green. They don't realize that wicked comes from the root word candle wick. And if you look at a candle wick up close, it's not one strand like I first thought. It's actually two strands. So the government weaves truth and lies together. You can X-ray a toaster a thousand times and it'll still make toast, but you can't send a human being through the radiation belt <laughs> and expect them to live where a machine could. So yeah, I do think satellites orbit the earth. I do think they might use those to fake second coming of Christ, fake an alien invasion. Who knows? A thing. They, have the, they have technology to zap targets and destroy cities with mm-hmm. lasers mm-hmm. but they don't use them because there's no profit in those It cost about a dollar's worth of electricity so they have these multi-million dollar missiles that are multi-million dollars each and you need a thousand of them in a war you know so ching ching ringing the money and it came out during the iraq war that i guess it was uh cheney's blackwater was charging the taxpayers for a 50 cent plastic ice cube tray, just a markup of 8,000%. And uh, no one seemed to care. So, I mean, who knows how much the missiles really cost. And they certainly don't want to use cost-effective lasers uh, when they don't have to. And that's, you know, keep that ace up their sleeve until they have to use it. But they don't -hmm. don't really need armies and air forces like they used to with all those space-based weapons. They just do it to keep the money coming in. So, yeah, of
0: course. And we, we will waste a $500,000 missile to shoot on a balloon.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's my warning for another interview. <laughs> and I mean, uh, I mean, I don't know why the alternative media recognizes that the moon landings are fake. 9-11 is fake. This last street thing for three years is fake. But somehow they repeat everything the news says about the Chinese balloon. Mm. You, you know? And they, they know the moon landing pictures are fake, but they think the pictures on Mars are fake surreal. You know,
2: or the Tesla, so got, the Tesla car, the Tesla car in space. Was that's hilarious. why
1: this whole, this whole thing about, you know, this, this, this illness came from a scientific facility that was a lie for the alternative media people, one for them and one for the rest of the world, you see? So they can, they can lead the alternative media to believe what they want them to believe too. So we have to be very careful.
0: And any alternative uh, narratives help to um foster the cognitive dissonance in in everything which and the more confusion, the more easily people just don't just give up either give up or they'll get confused so I well, yeah
1: I mean uh, Democratic Johnson supervised the faking of the moon landing, and mm-hmm. Republican Nixon approved it right and uh, Congress and the Senate didn't vote to fake the moon landing; they did it anyway. of the Americans wanted GMO labeling and they didn't get it. So this is not a democracy. It's not about red versus blue. That's a scam to get us to fight each other instead of going after the criminals at the top. So yes, yeah. What can you do?
2: What do you think about transhumanism?
1: Well, I can't I can't wait to be transformed myself. I'm (laughs) a little overweight. You know, I'd like to have hair again would be nice. And telepathy would save me from having to do all these interviews. I could just think it at you. So uh, that would be that would be wonderful. But uh, that's the poor, desperate uh, atheist trying to live forever. You know, good luck with that. That's never going to happen. And the idea that AI can become sentient, I don't think that can ever happen either. Uh, It can fake it, but I don't think it can actually do it. So, yeah, I mean, if you're an atheist, uh, and you don't want to die, because when you die, your world is over forever, you're going to do everything you can to live one extra day. And so good luck with that. (laughs) You know, the the way that cycles happen, an asteroid is going to hit the earth and destroy technology anyway. Before you get to that point, so you know, I would I would uh, bet on the one in a million chance you're wrong. There is a God, a Judgment Day, and repent just in case because you're going to be dead regardless. And I'd rather uh, do anything I can to potentially live forever. That that's where I would put my eggs in that basket.
0: So I got one more question, then we'll let you go. You said you had another interview to go to. Yeah. Okay. So one more. Someone asked earlier when we were talking about the moon stuff, um, if you knew what the speed of the lunar orbiter was and how did the LAM catch up to it?
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, it varied, but it's approximately 3,000 miles an hour. Right. So they have one millionth the computing power of a cell phone, and if they're off by more than a tenth of a second, the crew will die. So somehow it was able to go from 0 miles per hour to 3000 miles per hour perfectly 6 times and never killed the crew that's a nice trick because with 5 decades better technology Elon Musk can't land a rocket vertically the first time the second time or the third time or the fourth time they all blew up right. with all this newer technology 100 million times greater technology it took him 5 attempts to land a rocket vertically with but with 100 million <laughs> the technology they landed a rocket vertically every time they tried that's pretty remarkable isn't it it's amazing. Need to <laughs> invent a time machine to go back in time to get that technology.
0: <laughs> because of what Don Pettit said, that they destroyed it all, right?
1: Right, that which they would never bad. do if they really went, but it's exactly what they would do if they faked it. So destroying yes. all the moon landing technology videotapes is proof they didn't go, because if you really went, you would never do that. And if you committed a fraud, that's exactly what you would do. So that proves <laughs> the fraud there exactly. as well. Exactly.
0: <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Well, cool. This has been really fantastic. And we thank you so much for your time. Um, did you want to plug any of your stuff that you yeah, haven't plugged? You can
1: just or- see all of these clips for free. You don't have to buy the book. Just go to sabrell.com. S is in Sam, I B is in boy, R E L, com. Okay. And Bart, like-
2: it's been a great pleasure.
1: Well, likewise, Nish and Jerry, thank you for having me on the show, for spreading the word, and put the link in your description, and then people can go and check out those videos for free at sabrell.com.
0: Yep, the link's there now, and we always appreciate your uh, insight and conversation, so you're welcome back anytime, partner. We love having you. It's great.
1: All righty, you take care.
0: All right, thanks thank a lot. Thank you so much. Sure. All right, thanks everyone for watching. We'll be back in two weeks with Jason Quit about his new book, yes. so yes. that should be great. All right. All right. Thank
2: you, everyone, for coming.
0: Thank you. Have a great night.